Welcome back, Garners. Um, this is Michael again with the America Me podcast. This is episode 11. Uh, the last time we met, we were uh, in episode 10. In that episode, I talked about uh, Dave Chappelle and I also talked about uh, some of the issues around uh, folks trying to get something, you know, around uh, the distinction between the attack on freedom of association and the attack on freedom of speech. Uh, today, I want to get a little deeper into what we were talking about in terms of the intellectually gifted and the experienced and then using thoughts from their own minds to basically overcome or at least try to overcome history and force the rest of us to do things the way that they would have them done. Now, I want to talk about this from a little bit different direction than the last time. I want to talk about those who are experienced and are losing. Because quite honestly, let's just take this for what it is. All of this uh, discussion of woke and whatnot is merely the refuge for losers. These are people who have not been able to successfully compete in the America of our tradition and now want to have a do-over. They want to be able to uh, essentially make everything equal but on a downward slope. They don't want to be challenged by what they view as uh, Western-oriented uh, society, one that they claim privileges amongst others, and specifically white men. They claim that white men have created a society that allows whites to benefit at the detriment of what they call people of color. Now, they do not include anyone as a person of color if that person is succeeding according to the rules of the society. They only consider people of color those who have not been able to get on in society. Now, first of all, let me talk about what a person of color is according to these folks. A person of color according to the woke crowd is anyone who is not white or anyone who is white but may be gay or trans or any of these other uh, definitions of people that will allow them to quote unquote escape whiteness. Though, of course, if they are any of those things and they are prospering in society, then, of course, whiteness trumps any of that and they again become white. Essentially, the woke uh, crowd seeks to have every cultural view, every cultural perception to be equal and to eradicate the contribution of any white person, particularly white men. Everything that the folks in the woke crowd 
have been unsuccessful at performing, they would like to pin it on a racist society led by and created by whites, in particular, white men. So that if a person of color is poor at math, then it is because math is racist. If a person of color has not been able to secure a job, it is because employment is white and racist and should be ended. Anything of excellence in which they have not been able to achieve or excel in is labeled racist, is labeled a mere view that is put forward by white and in particular white men and should not be valued but rather whatever their group has contributed or failed to contribute to the betterment of society should be looked upon with equal uh, view or equal strength of the things that we have seen that have actually worked. Now, why do I call the woke crowd the refuge for losers? I call it the refuge for losers because if you look at any person who is woke, they've done nothing. They built nothing, they contributed nothing. They are parasitical. They are riding only on the creation of others. And that doesn't matter whether these are athletes, whether these are entertainers, whether these are folks in the workforce, or whether these folks are just actual plain losers, people who aren't doing anything. So let's look at, say, the NBA. No person of color started the NBA. No person of color created that game. No person of color organized that sport so it, it would be something that an audience of people wanted to watch. People of color began to participate in that sport after it had been founded because when it was originally founded it was a white person only sport now that has its own issues because if you are actually trying to entertain people there are certain things in which you know you need to have a good mix particularly if people of color are actually more entertaining to watch than white people doing it that's not to say that white people can't play basketball because they can but as we have seen it is far more entertaining to watch a bunch of black people play basketball than to exclude them from playing basketball. In any event, in this particular sport, every person who participated, who happens to be black in this instance, see I'm winnowing this down from people of color to specifically black people, though they may have been entertaining, and though they may have been able to drive jersey sales, they have had zero to do with the organizational uh, preparation of that league. 
they have had zero to do with how this thing was marketed. They, in fact, were a part of the marketing. Yet, these people in today's uh, India are not only consulted about what it is like to play basketball, what it is like to actually perform on the court against their opponent, and what is necessary to succeed in that league, these people are consulted on areas of expertise in which they know very little, if nothing. They are consulted on politics. They are consulted on their views about medicine. They are consulted on their views about war and peace. These are largely men who are highly uneducated in anything except how to play basketball. Now, why would all of these people be so involved in the woke crowd? Why would these people have complaints about their lives given that they are making millions of dollars both on the court and if they are superstar NBA players off the court. Could it be that these people feel that they have been discriminated against in life? Could it be that these people believe that they have been passed over by opportunity? That I can't specifically answer, but I can say this. To the extent that these people have an opinion about basketball, their opinion should be valued. I mean, for example, these people put in a lot of effort in order to succeed in that particular career. But to the extent that they have anything to say about anything else, they are in fact losers. They have no view of any importance whatsoever because they are not skilled and knowledgeable about anything other than basketball. So when they have an opinion about something, it almost always comes from the frame of wokeness because they do not have a clue of what they are talking about. Instead of having honest competition, which is what they have in their sport, they want the playing field to be slanted so that people who are not as good as the folks who are truly competing should participate simply because they are persons of color. Not on ability, but on some notion of past wrong being done to someone they never knew. Therefore, they, the person of color, should be able to have open participation without competition. Now, the interesting thing here is, if a regular person wanted to play in the National Basketball Association, and that person claimed that they should have entrees to that irrespective of their ability to compete. These same people 
who are loudly proclaiming that black people in particular have been discriminated against in every arena of life should uh, and those people should have access to whatever everybody else has access to as if they don't would have a very negative response to the person who wanted to play in the NBA because of some factor other than ability. Those people would not in any way want their jobs to be taken by people who were not qualified for the job. They would not appreciate in any way if the rules of participation in National Basketball Association basketball were changed so that people who really could not play basketball could be catered to on the claim that them not being able to play basketball is racist. They would not in any way condone a person saying that I should be able to play this sport because my ancestors have been discriminated against and their ability to engage this sport. Yet these people who have reached the top in their area of expertise believe that someone who is not good, someone who is not qualified, should in fact be a participant in some other field. And they use wokeness to justify that this should be the case. Well, if wokeness should be the case in areas outside of National Basketball Association basketball, wokeness should also be the case inside of National Basketball Association basketball. And the athletes that we look at today should not be the athletes that we're looking at, but we should have a more wide-ranging participation in that sport. We should have a bunch of people who have very minimal skills playing that sport. We should have people who are not qualified to play that sport playing that sport. But why don't we have people who aren't qualified to play that sport playing that sport? Well, because that sport is directly connected to audience participation. It is directly connected to network slash media contracts. It is directly connected to folks being fans, the connectivity of the sport to the people. There is a direct line that can be traced quite easily. If you had a bunch of people who were not qualified to participate in that sport, participating in that sport, the ratings for said would drop to zero. The ability to negotiate contracts between that league and the media would be zero and it would fall away. The fact that people who cannot play the game, being a part of the game as players, 
would drive the sport, the game, the profession into bankruptcy. And no one in that sport or associated with that sport would want that to happen. Therefore, there is no discussion about wokeness in the NBA as it relates to the unqualified participator. However, in other areas, these basketball players proclaim that it is perfectly fine. As a matter of fact, it is preferred that people who have black skin should participate irrespective of their qualification, not because they are qualified, but because for years there has been a dearth of participation because racism has eliminated blacks from the field. Now, maybe racism did eliminate blacks from the field, but I don't believe that racism eliminated qualified black people from anything that has to do with computer technology. If you were the best programmer, I don't believe that your black skin prohibited you from being a programmer. I am sure that there are many, many, many qualified black programmers who are in fact programming and have been programming probably since the inception of the computer technology industry. However, there are many, 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 many black people who are unqualified. And those are the people that the so-called woke athletes believe should participate. Those are the people simply because their skin is black and not a wit to do with their qualifications. This is where these folks who are fleeing to the refuge of losers are coming from. They believe that competition is a white, Western-oriented philosophy, standpoint, position, and that that position should be challenged and overturned because they are not participating in it, because they are not qualified to participate, because they don't have the requisite skills to succeed. It is not the complaint of these people that they are fully qualified and can't get on. It's the complaint that they are not qualified, but because they have been discriminated against or their ancestors somewhere in the past were discriminated against, that they should get these jobs. The same applies to university admissions. The same applies to all other sorts of participatory activities. Black people who are woke feel no need to compete. As a matter of fact, are afraid of competition and want to change the rules so that they get entry simply because they're black. Any of you who are listening to me now who believe that black people should have a leg up because they are black, wake up. 
the destruction of this nation starts with that sort of conversation. To believe that a person who is fully qualified should be passed over for someone who is not at all qualified based upon some characteristic that is accidental is not only foolish, but it is harmful. It eliminates the earner from participation and provides the loafer with the ability to generate an income that is not deserved. It causes the person who is inept, who in any other way of life would be a loser, to participate and turn out a product that is not competitive. There is nothing wrong with the brain of black people, but what is wrong is the culture. What is wrong is this belief that you should receive something for nothing because someone in the past suffered. What is wrong is to believe that any standard that is too high for you to reach is racist. Therefore, that standard should be eliminated. What is wrong is for you to believe that you should get something for absolutely nothing. That your participation is mandatory because you have a grievance against someone in the past who did or did not do something against someone else in the past. But if you look around you, yourself, earners, you will see that this is fast becoming the prevailing view of our society. I mean, how did such a thing happen? Most of us who do not believe in this wokeism, we criticize it and laugh at it and think it is absolutely foolish, which all these things are true, but it is also deadly serious. This woke crowd is not interested in the best. They are only interested in destroying that which is best. They don't make the claim that they are the best because that would be nonsense. They are not the best. They are far from the best. As a matter of fact, most of them are the absolute worst. They are lazy. They are ill-disciplined. They are in many instances not even intelligent, yet they want you to accept this notion that the beliefs and practices of folks who live in huts is just as viable as science. That the belief and practices of people who practice voodoo is just as relevant as medicine. They want you to believe that folks who live as backwards as possible are just 
as credible as folks who build technology upon which life runs. This is what they believe. And if you are white and you are listening to me now, they are playing you to make you feel guilty about something that happened in the past, irrespective of whether your ancestors had anything to do with it or not. They want you to believe that there is a racist motive built into our system and if you happen to be white, you benefit from the racist system, irrespective of whether you realize it or not. They want you to believe that somehow they have been clairvoyant enough to see all of these wrongs that have occurred because the white man invented a system to benefit white people, but they are not intelligent enough to create anything. They can see through reams of years and difficulties and challenges to come to the crux of the situation, that being a white system run for the benefit of white people, but they can't see how to pay their bills. This is what they want you to believe. So I got to tell you guys a story. This was about four years ago. I had gone to a presentation of this movie called 13th. It was a movie, uh, a documentary about the 13th Amendment. The 13th Amendment, for those of you out there who aren't aware of it, is the amendment that officially ended slavery in the United States of America. This amendment was designed to A, eliminate slavery, as I said, in servitude, but B, a portion of it was Basically, if you do something wrong, if you commit a crime, you are essentially going to be in the same situation as a slave. And this movie was about what they call the prison industrial complex, about the number of black people, particularly black men, who are in prison and their prison terms equates them with slavery, okay? So now, I have to tell you, I was the only person who happens to be black that was in this group of people viewing this documentary. Every other person was white. There were no Latinas, there were no Asians, there were only whites and me. Now in this film, the people who were being interviewed were largely college professors, writers, people who have met some level of success in the United States of America. And each of these people were talking in one way or another about how black people cannot 
be successful in the United States of America. The film ends and every white person in this room was talking about how it was grievous that black people have no chance to make it in America. And I'm listening to this and I'm thinking to myself, wow, these people, hmm, interesting. So everybody had their chance to make some comments. At the end or close to the end of the evening, I raised my hand and I said, what film did you folks watch? Because the film that I watched featured many successful black people who were telling us that black people cannot be successful in America. Do you see the perniciousness of this wokeism? Successful people who happen to be black are telling people that black people cannot be successful. How could it be that these people are on film because of their success telling people that this success is impossible. And more to the point, how could it be that a bunch of educated white people would sit in the same room with me watching the same film that I watched and say, you know what, these people are right. There is no way for blacks to be successful in America. This is what I'm telling you guys. This is a dangerous, dangerous philosophy. It has creeped into the minds of people who should know better. People who can see for themselves that there are successful black people. People who can see for themselves that in the United States of America, many black people have succeeded because the country looks for the is it, easy, is it easy to succeed? Well, quite naturally, no. Success requires challenge. If you're not challenged and you are at the top of something, how do you know you're at the top? What did you do to deserve being there if you were never challenged along your way? If you just got the top spot just because you were breathing, how would you know how to maintain the top spot? How would you know how to deal with any potential challenges that came because you inherited the top spot?
you wouldn't. So success requires competition. It requires patience. It requires challenge. And many black people have negotiated this challenge and succeeded within the American capitalist system. These people are not a part of the woke crowd. These people understand what it takes to win in our society, in any society, except of course a woke one, or one in which you have uh, some sort of system where the government or some other actor picks you from out of nowhere and appoints you. Now, keep in mind, in any of those systems, Soviet Union being a primary example, failure happened because you weren't rewarded for your success. You were rewarded because somebody decided it should be you. That is precisely what this wokeism is. Now, how many of you, and I'm sure you all have, have heard about these diversity and equity and inclusiveness officers that work for major companies, for government offices, for local authorities and such? Almost every concern these days has some sort of diversity, equity, and inclusion office in which folks sit around and determine what the company or the concern is doing to be more inclusive from the standpoint of its hires. These people make a great deal of money, particularly for what they do. Keep in mind, these people are not, and I repeat, not interested in diverse viewpoints. They're interested in diverse physiology. If you are black, if you are a woman, if you are disabled, if you are gay, if you are trans, you are considered diverse. And because of that diversity, you should be included in the firm, in the concern. As long as you hold the correct ideological position. If you are black, if you are a woman, if you are disabled, if you are gay, if you are trans, and you hold conservative positions, if you hold traditional values as important, then you are not eligible for inclusion according to the diversity, equity, and inclusion officers. You 
do not count on that scale. So what happens when a person is promoted because of physiology and not because of brain capacity and usage? Well, you have a bunch of bum operations. You have a bunch of people who literally do not know what they are doing, acting in responsible positions without being able to clear the responsibility. That is precisely what wokeism is about. A part of wokeism is the so-called Black Lives Matters movement. The Black Lives Matters movement says in their very name that Black Lives Matter. Just a couple of days ago, three Houston deputy sheriffs were ambushed in the parking lot of some dance club. One was killed, two injured. I have seen no Black Lives Matter protests. Every single weekend in the United States of America in some or many major cities, whether we're talking Chicago, New York, Los Angeles, Oakland, Baltimore, Philadelphia, Cleveland, doesn't matter. Many black people are killed by other black people. I do not see a single Black Lives Matter protest. The officers in Houston, Black. The victims of murder, Black. Why? Do we not see anything related to Black Lives Matter around that? Do, in fact, Black Lives Matter? Or do certain Black Lives Matter? If a police officer especially white, kills a black person. You see Black Lives Matter protests everywhere in the city where the event occurred, in cities arrayed around that city, and, and in cities nowhere near that city. Black Lives Matter. 
You see protest after protest. You see uh, the black leaders coming out of the woodwork to talk about it. But you see none of that when it's not the police authority involved. A few weeks ago, at the Texas border, there were Haitians trying to get into our country. We had Texas uh, a Federal uh, Border Patrol on horseback carrying long reins to better control their horses. And the media, the White House, black leaders who have passed their prime, all protesting and claiming that the Border Patrol agents used whips to whip Haitians, though they knew that there was no factual evidence to support this. As a matter of fact, they knew that the factual evidence was to the contrary. But there was law enforcement involved and there were blacks in this form, Haitians involved. And those lives matter, though they were unlawfully attempting to enter the country. That was irrelevant. We have law enforcement, we have black people, we have whips, which were not whips, but reins. And these pictures took us back to slavery. As a matter of fact, they were worse than slavery, according to one over-the-hill politician who has nothing to say at all. Retirement should occur, but it doesn't. And yet, we have people who can see these things happening, who can see that athletes who have no idea what they're talking about and would bluntly refute the ability for people who do not qualify to play in their sport to play. We see folks in this woke movement saying that black people should participate in various sectors with no qualifications whatsoever except for being black. These same people also saying that excellence is racist, so therefore we should use other characteristics to determine whether or not folks should participate in things. And we see old time politicians, so-called black leaders, government, and all sorts of folks who have nothing to do with anything telling us that the law enforcement community should be reined in based upon a falsehood 
we see all of these things occurring and they are doing nothing but watering down the talent, the ability, and the excellence of our nation, and we do nothing. We see these things occurring and we do nothing. We allow these things to happen and we say to ourselves, that's crazy and we do nothing. We consider that if we say something, we'll be canceled. But is it better for us to be canceled while trying to save our nation from mediocrity? Or is it better to see our nation canceled by the mediocre? Every single one of these people I'm describing are at best mediocre. At best. Yet they want to have the right to dictate to us how this country should run and they should participate because they are a person of color who has been discriminated against by white people and a white run system, whether the white people know about it or not. Recently, we had a man named Larry Elder run for governor in the state of California against the currently seated governor. This man, Larry Elder, is black, yet he holds conservative values and conservative opinions and conservative viewpoints. And so this man was called in a prominent newspaper, the black face of white supremacy. You see, he is black. He meets the qualification of a person of color Physiology, physiology. But he has a different ideology. So his physiology is trumped by his ideology and he is now considered white. Not just white, but a white supremacist. Think about that for a moment. A black person who would never, from a physiological standpoint, be viewed as white is considered white from an ideological standpoint. So what does this mean? If you are black, you are supposed to think black. And what is thinking black? Thinking black 
if we look at what thinking white must be, must be thinking subpar, must be thinking ridiculous, because it is excellence which the woke crowd is against. It is math that they are against. It is science that they are against. It is work effort that they are against. They can't compete in math or believe they can't compete in math, so math must change. They can't compete in science or think they can't compete in science, so science must change. They shouldn't have to work hard. The work ethic is too challenging, so the work ethic must change. So, we have a bunch of people who have decided that effort and excellence are anti-black. So sloth is black. So laziness is black. So intellectual ineptness is black. That has to be what they are saying. Now, as a person who happens to be black, this is something that I resent. Because I know I am fully capable of doing anything I decide to do. And being black, is not a bar to my ability to achieve. It doesn't matter whether someone wants to stop my achievement or not. I make the determination of my achievement. I might have 30 doors shut in my face, but if I have the wherewithal, I'm gonna go to door number 31. And door number 31 is going to open. It is only if I am shut out of door number one for whatever reason and I quit that I lose. I said on a previous podcast episode that Thomas Edison failed over one thousand times. Door number one, closed. Door number two, closed. Door number 300, closed. Door number 500, closed. Door number 633, closed. And he kept going. He was not black. You couldn't lay the claim that he could not meet with success because of his black skin. He did not meet with success. He did not stop. He understood what was required. Now I'm asking all of you, do you understand what is required? Do you understand that there are people in our midst who are bound and determined to destroy America 
through mediocrity. They don't want excellence. They don't want exceptionalism. They want destruction. They are destroying us from the university. They are destroying us from the high schools. And now they are attempting to destroy us from the grade schools from something called critical race theory. Critical race theory is nothing more or less than saying it is great to be mediocre. Let's reject all excellence because the black people are not fit for it. If you are black and you are hearing me, you should resent mightily that there is a group of people actually saying that you are not fit for excellence. That you are fit at best for mediocrity and we should ensconce mediocrity in our nation. This nation was built on excellence. Taking this right back to my original example of the National Basketball Association, these people are in search of excellence. They want to be the best. You don't hear a single one of them saying, well, I just want to be mediocre, man. I just want to be average. Not one of them. When they dunk on another one, they go crazy because they know the amount of effort it took to accomplish that. Excellence. Yet, they speak an opinion given to them by a bunch of mediocre people to say that this country should be mediocre in everything except what they're doing. Excellence is racist, according to these people. Black people are being shut out because of white racism. Because unconscious bias is there all because white people started America white people favor white people and that can't stop because it's generational it can't stop it passes on everyone's racist and you can't win if you're black because you're black and yet we accept this nonsense we are Americans, we are founded on excellence, and we accept some folks saying that we should be something other than excellence. People who spend every moment trying to improve their game are preaching to us about how the country is racist and should let non-excellence win the day.
if a black person is excellent at anything, believe me, they are going to excel. They might not excel with someone who doesn't see it. So what? Keep knocking at doors. The challenge is what makes you great. Everyone has doors closed in their face. Everyone has a mountain to climb and the greater you are, the higher the mountain, the greater the number of mountains, you must climb. Nothing good happens because of mediocrity. Listen to the music today. Mediocre, giving us messages that cannot uplift. Impossible to be uplifted by the music that we are hearing today. At best, at best, it's mediocre. We accept this. We accept this. Earners, we must stop accepting this. If you are listening to me now, you have got to understand that our very livelihood, our existence as a nation is on the line because the losers have decided that they should win not by competition not by challenge not by effort in the traditional sense but by getting the rest of us to believe that excellence is racist that effort is racist are we going to believe that Every black person who is listening to me now, are you going to accept that someone who shares your physiology believes that you are so hapless that you couldn't possibly succeed in an environment of excellence? White people who are listening to me right now, are you going to accept a denigration of the standard of excellence and have guilt used as the tool to overturn that standard? If you are Asian and you are listening to me, are you going to forfeit all of the effort that you have made to win in this game so that mediocrity can overtake it and whatever you did doesn't matter? If you are Latino and you are listening to me right now, you know the effort that you put in A, to get to this country and B, taking the jobs that no one else could possibly take to build yourself up so that you could participate in this system at its highest level. Are you going to allow that effort to be one that is in vain because our system is overturned by people who want nothing more than mediocrity?
if you are a woman and you are being told that you can't get ahead because you are a woman so that everything must change to cater to women as if you have no ability, are you going to accept Is that what you are willing to accept as your future? You are a woman. You have no ability to meet excellence. Therefore, standards must change so that you can win in a system where winning does not mean winning. That winning is only a head count. You are diverse enough so you can get this, whereas someone who is not diverse enough can't. That you are absolutely excellent, but you hold a different point of view. Therefore, you are closed out because your point of view is racist. That even if you consider yourself not to be racist, you have unconscious bias and your unconscious bias should cause you to step aside so that some other person can get the position that you have worked hard to earn. Is that what you believe? Is that what you are willing to accept? Is that right? We are the best. We were founded by men who believed we could be and maintain the best. Are we going to forfeit that because people who are not interested in being the best, people who want to get some sort of repayment for what they believe were past wrongs, wrongs not done by you, mind you, and wrongs that may not have been done by any of your ancestors because they may not have been here. And even if they were here, they may not have had slaves. Are you going to allow that mindset to change this country into a loser country? To change this country into the refuge of losers? Or are you going to stand up, claim excellence, and say, we will be excellent, and if you want to participate, you must be excellent too? Until next time.